Socialites and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where I study being social by being social. Woo, woo, woo. It's been a week. Let me tell you what. Made the bad call. Thought that teaching online was going to be um, easy. Hell no. Oh my God. There were some perks though. Never in my life did I ever think I was going to be able to fit in a workout in the middle of the day. But I did. Why? Because I didn't, I wasn't at work. I took the kids to art and then I'm like, well, I'm going to do the art of fitness, baby. And I did. Why am I working out? Do you ask? Oh, um, it's because Go Noodle has made me realize that I've done nothing but sit on my ass all quarantine. Oh my God. Please tell me I'm not the only one. Okay. For those of you who don't know what Go Noodle is, Go Noodle is basically little exercise routines that you can use in the classroom as brain breaks, except they're exercise routines that looks like they were created by two college frat guys who were tripping on acid and then thought to make some of these videos. I feel like if you were doing acid, you could smell and feel the colors that happen during Go Noodle. Anyway, just, you know, like a couple minutes of energy for the kids to get up and move around so they can get focused and go back to it. But when the kids do it, sometimes they're a little bit shy. So I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do them, too. Bad call. I'm up there like, oh, can we just do geriatric aerobics in our seat instead? Because your boy's dying up here. All of a sudden, the guy on Go Noodles like, high knees, do high knees, high knees. I'm doing high knees. I'm like, y'all keep going. Grandpa D's out of breath. <laughs> Someone hand me my inhaler and an oxygen tank. Jesus. So, you know, a little too much of that. And then I realized, okay, it's time to get back in shape. Because uh, your lungs are about to collapse based off uh, these brain breaks that you're doing with the kids. One of the kids had the audacity. This is when I was still teaching in person one of the kids had the audacity to say to me wow you're shiny after go noodle i'm like yeah shut the hell up you sit down okay what you worry about you i'm gonna worry about me just kidding i would never when i talk like that you guys need to understand those are words that i say in my head i don't say that to the kindergartners anymore just kidding no i don't i don't but i was like yeah i'm sweating a little bit from go noodle okay tim if you could just do me a favor and go sit down and work on your cutting skills, that'd be fantastic. Make sure you don't miss and hit anybody's hair along the way. We still got the freaking phantom barber running around in our class. Have no idea who it is still. It reminded me, though, I was the phantom barber. Usually, you know, a student, if they're cutting their hair, I was teaching fifth grade once. I will never forget it. A student took. <laughs> she took scissors with her to the bathroom because she wanted to give herself bangs. Okay. She thought that she was going to come back into class that I just wasn't going to notice. She took one step into the room. She looked like Oliver Twist. I thought she was going to look up at me and say, please, sir, I want some more with these Busted, asymmetrical bob 
type weed whacker situation. I was like, girl, you just took off inches. You guys, her bangs started at like the upper left corner of her forehead, sharply came down to the very start of her eyebrow by the bridge of her nose, went up again, then down again. I'm like, you're like Dracula with two widow's peaks over here, girlfriend. What the hell? But I quickly remembered that. I'm like, okay, well, it's not just kindergarten where they're cutting their own hair, I guess. <laughs> but I looked at that girl. I'm like, damn, let's hope you don't ever decide to go to cosmetic school because, geez, if someone came out of the barber and they asked for bangs and they were looking like that. Did you watch that movie that was about chess that was on Netflix? I forgot the name right now, but the girl had these little tiny micro bangs. They were cute. They're like little, little bangs, right? They were cute. This girl's bangs, you couldn't even curl them, okay? It was a mess. It was a mess. But we're, we're still on the hunt for that. Okay, um, wanted to give a quick shout out to, to our newest Patreon subscribers. Quick shout out to Jen Dunn, Nicole Callum, Lee Patterson, Heather Tetzlaff, Natalie Talvani Walchuk, Katie Fleistra, Jessica Kerr, Julie Lapinski. Julie Lapinski, are you related to Tara? Amy Simpson, Jenna Johnson, Jordan Lee, Sally Goldstein Elkin, Victoria Landis, Emily Seppa, Sarah Rope de um, thank you guys for joining the Patreon. If you haven't been able to tell already, we got a beautiful little Patreon with a bunch of women and your boy, Joe. We're all, we sit in the Patreon and talk about our feelings and drink sweet tea and or wine. It's fantastic. No, but it is really cool. The Patreon's really growing, so we're building a really cool community in there. Everybody's awesome. You guys are cracking me up with the things that you say in the Patreon. Um, if you guys want to join the Patreon, you get a ton of bonus content. You get bonus episodes of the Social Studies Podcast, bonus episodes of Let's Watch TV with my mom. You also get ticket links to tickets first when I go back on the road this summer for the School's Out for Summer Tour. So if you want to become a Patreon member, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. So, yes, this week I was teaching online. It was a little bit different you because know, you guys saw it Instagram or whatever. Like I was in person and then all of a sudden I was teaching online. I know that I never explained why. OK, but let me tell you what. A few of you on Instagram are like little Nancy Drews over here trying to figure out my every move. Someone was like, did you get COVID? Is that why you're teaching online? Because you got COVID. Those little children wipe their boogers on your sleeve and now you get COVID, don't you, Dombrowski? I know it. No, girl, I don't got COVID. Okay, no one's got COVID. My school went on winter break and as an extra safety precaution, the week after winter break, we teach remotely and we're going to do that again for spring break and whatever other break might come in again. Because some, you can't keep, let's be real. You think you're going to keep a whole school community from traveling? I think I also just said school. <laughs> That's cute. Try to keep a whole school from traveling. You know what's going to happen? You're going to have a lot of angry mama and papas in your emails, the dresses telling them, telling you, you can't do, you're not my God, okay? You're not my God. You don't make my decisions. So it happens. So an extra layer of precaution, we teach online. Uh, so I'm teaching online this week. And... 
I just, I got some ideas. I'm coming in hot, I'm coming in fresh, and I got some ideas. So I'm like, let's uh, let's switch this up a little bit, okay? I in decide, the kids are like obsessed with my parents' dog, Louie. Sometimes when they're being a little naughty, I'll be like, oh, do you want a special surprise? They're like, yeah! They freak out. They want like, if you just trust me, okay? If you're listening to this and you're a kindergarten teacher, if they're ever being naughty, just stop and say, do you guys want a special surprise? Immediate behavior change. It's fantastic. So I've been showing them special surprises. All the special surprises, there's a picture of my parents' dog. In, well, whenever he goes to the groomer, he has, um, they dress him up in costume to show off his new shiny coat. So I have one of him as like a snowman, another one of him as Santa, whatever. I show it to the kids. They freak out. They love it, right? So I held it. I'm like, do you guys want a special surprise all week? If you have good behavior, I'll give you the special surprise. The special surprise is Louie is going to teach math with me. So the way that I did this is we're learning subtraction. Like we start with the very first day of subtraction was Monday. And a Friday, we were kind of like bringing it all together because we did a week of subtraction. So what I did is I had real dog treats in my hand, right? And I would say, okay, Dino, I'm going to throw you five dog treats right now. Catch them. And I'd pretend like I threw them and really I just threw them like behind my computer. And then Dino, the little kindergartner, would be like, oh, I got him. I got him. <laughs> There's one little kid in there, okay? He, when I threw him the treats, he got up out of his seat and he ran all the way to the back of his house. He comes back up to the computer and he goes, geez, Mr. D, did you have to throw him so far? I'm like, oh my God, I love your little imaginations. But no, that was on you. So I threw him, okay? And they would catch it. And I say, okay, you got five. You got the five treats I threw you. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And then my mom and dad and Louie were on the in the Zoom room too, right? So they could see Louie. And I'd be like, okay, throw Louie two treats all the way in Michigan. So he would throw his invisible treats. And then my dad from behind the computer would throw a treat to Louie. So all of a sudden, like the kid would throw a treat and then boop, a real treat would like show up on the screen. Like Louie would eat it. They loved it. They were flipping out. You should have seen these kids when they got to feed Louie. Louis took a massive dump as soon as we were done. <laughs> Let me tell you. But it was great. But anyway, I told you guys about Sophia. She's like this. She's actually 15, but in a five-year-old's body. Okay. So smart. I can't under, I can't, I can't believe it. Right. I failed to tell my parents there's a little child prodigy in here. Sophia, you're going to notice it. I didn't tell them that. Right. So, when it was Sophia's time to subtract, you know, I'm like, well, let's do a little bit of differentiated instruction. Okay, Miss Charlotte Danielson, what'd you think about that? Huh? So when it was Sophia's turn, I go, Sophia, I'm going to throw you six. Catch them. Boom. She catches them. I said, you have six. I need you to throw Louie half. How many are you going to feed Louie without missing a beat? She looked at me for a second. She goes, um, three. Okay. She says three, and my dad in the Zoom room goes, Jesus Christ. And I was like, throw Louis the treats, <laughs> throw him the treats, feed him, feed him. Quickly tried to get everyone to forget. I'm like, Dad, are you kidding me? What? How, first of all, how and why 
Did you unmute yourself? You do not have the jurisdiction to do so. And then on top of that, out of everything, you had to say Jesus Christ. Really? Really? I've been here for a month and you've already got a target on my back to be fired. Are you kidding me? Had to let that one go. Funny enough, the same day. Okay, have you guys ever had... Let me just paint the picture for you here. A couple of my students get to sit at their parents' office while they're working. So they're sitting, and I have a I can see a huge ceiling where you know, like all the all the vents and things are showing. They're sitting in an office chair. I can see their little body in a gigantic office chair at some, I don't know, really well-crafted desk. And they have a headset on with a mouthpiece that wraps around to the front. And they're just looking at me. I'm like, I got a Zoom full of tiny telemarketers up in here. I feel like one of them on the other line is going to start saying and say, uh, Mr. D, uh, looking at your uh, social security report, I can see that you have uh, $167,000 worth of debt from your master's. <laughs> Like they just, I I feel like they're about to pull my credit score. It's unbelievable. Either that or they're about to sell me auto insurance or something. Like it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. If I knew that telemarketers looked like that on the other end, I'd be broke because I'd buy everything. Anyway, one of my little telemarketers, he got his subtraction answer wrong and he goes, God damn it. And I was like, uh-uh, school words, school words. That's what I say. I say, you guys, I don't know. I feel like if I say don't swear or don't use bad words, what are you really saying? So I, there's school words and then there's not school words. That's what we do. So we say, I said school words, school words. The kid says, oh, I'm sorry. I meant just damn it. <laughs> And I think it's because I couldn't figure it out. But I think it's because like in a public setting, you know, we don't like teach about God in school. And like they're kind of picking up on the fact they're little. So they're picking up on the fact that like everyone's got their own religion, like everyone's got their own thing. Like we don't teach religion like that. So I think I think that he thought School words, we don't talk about God in school, so I can't say God damn it, I can just say damn it. Let's just set the record straight, all right? I'm not going to be pushing products to you guys that I don't believe in and that I haven't used in my own classroom myself. So listen, I'm finding myself on TPT all the time just like buying so much stuff, like this little thing here, this little thing here, and this little thing here. It all adds up. Yeah, well, guess what? All that comes to a stop right now. EasyTeachingTools.com is offering these math bundles at an extreme, extreme, extreme discount. How extreme? Oh, 80% off. So I was a little skeptical at first. I was like, well, guess what's 80% off? Uh, Nothing. So I told them, listen, you got to give me your products. I got to try them out first before I talk about it anywhere. So I did. I downloaded their K2 math products. Oh my God. 
My students were incredibly engaged. The artwork is incredible, but the best part about everything in there, there's a digital component and an actual component that I can download and print too. The digital component was amazing because when I was teaching online from home, I could just push it out to them that way and they could play around and do it on their computers. It was unbelievable. There's adding and subtracting in there, telling time, some geometry, everything, all of it, $34. Teachers, let's be real with each other, right? We're bowling on a budget. So why not get these math products right now when you can get them at these extreme discounts? Listen, you can get the entire K5 bundle for $34, or you can just get the K2 or just the 3.5 for $19. 80% savings for all of those. Here's how you're going to get them. Go to bit.ly slash K5 math products. That's bit.ly slash K, the number five math products. You can only get these products at this extreme discount this week. So go to bit.ly slash K5 math products right now, scoop them up, and save yourself some coin, girl. You guys, if you've never heard a kindergartner swear, it is the hardest thing to correct. Thank God I'm saying school words because I don't think I could get any of them in trouble when they swear. First of all, everything they do is funny to me. When they swear, it is even funnier. Mostly because they don't even really know how to use the words correctly. They know that they're powerful <laughs> bits of language, but they don't really know how to use it, okay? And and oftentimes, too, kindergartners are just tiny parrots. Whatever is said around them, they will bring back and say in front of you or behind you. All right, they will. Sophia, of all kids, was sitting playing with dinosaurs. I may have told you guys this already. I'm sorry if I did. She was sitting playing with dinosaurs and I was like close to her so I could like hear what she was doing. And it was very obvious to me that the dinosaurs were in some sort of argument. Okay. And she's like, rah, 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 rah. and then all of a sudden it stopped. And one of her dinosaurs said to the other dinosaur, you bitch <laughs> went back into the pile of other dinosaurs. I was like, Ooh, what did that other dinosaur do? Do we need to call Maury Povich in here? Uh, we had to take a polygraph test and it turns out that's a lie. Like, what do we need? Why was that Tyrannosaurus Rex such a bitch? Sophia, we need to know. Was she sleeping with the pterodactyl's husband? What was it that she did that was so bad that she deserved that name? God. The options are endless. I have no idea, but I love it. But I, that's why I just say school words. Because I can't be I can't be mad at them like that. They're also incredibly um unfiltered, not just with swearing. I I like they don't understand language, I feel. And they don't understand like what's appropriate to say to another person. We're on Zoom, okay? And I was doing this little thing with them where in the morning meeting I, on Zoom, we wanted to make it exciting. So we played different games like right away. Like the first thing we did was a game. So the one game that we played was Guess That Sound. And I had like a bunch of different products. Like I had my vacuum cleaner and I like did it. And they had to like guess what it was without seeing it. Or another one, I was just like shaking a, a thing of orange juice. And they had to guess what that sound was. So 
when I would turn my camera back on for them to see the object, I didn't realize how close my face was to the screen, right? And one of the kids was just like horrified. And he goes, oh my God, Mr. D, oh, Mr. D, what's that on your face? And I'm like, what? Like there's, I, I can see myself. There's nothing on my face. And then he goes, oh, never mind. It's just a gray hair. It's just a gray hair. And then proceeds to go on. It's just a gray hair, everyone. It's just a gray hair. No big deal, everyone. I'm like, okay, okay. Can we just, can we just back this up for a second? Let me take a look. Yeah, sure enough, there's a couple gray hairs on this chin, okay? And uh, it's probably because of you, kid. But we're not going to place blame. If anyone's to blame, we're just going to blame genetics and mother nature. But let me tell you what, nothing will humble you like being in a room of five-year-olds. They're going to tell you everything. You got something wrong and it looks wrong, doesn't look right. They're going to say it. You got some of those gray roots showing? You trying to cover them up? Ooh, they're going to tell you. God forbid the day I walk in with a little bit of acne going on, that adult acne. You know, that acne that comes back when you're 30 is like, I, you thought I was gone. <laughs> I'm not gone. I'm still here. <laughs> Show up with that blemish. Kindergartner's going to look at you in the face and say, what in the world is this pussing boil in the center of your forehead? That's disgusting. Like, they don't hold back. I forgot how honest they are with that stuff. I'm going to need therapy. I got a room full of five-year-old bullies taunting me. I left the Zoom room. I slammed my screen. I was like, aging is fine. Aging is fine. You're going to be okay. Everybody loves like an older gay man because you're sophisticated and you have like good taste in wines and you never show up to a party empty-handed. Like, it is good to be an old gay man, right? <laughs> I had to convince myself of that. Whatever. But I have to tell you, though, the number one thing that I am absolutely loving about teaching kindergarten is they listen. Well, like, not, like, well, <laughs> But for the most part, they listen. Like when I would give directions in fifth grade, they would just look at me like, are you kidding me? Like, really? You think we're going to do that? Um, Let's just uh, put two and two together. There's a room full of 12-year-olds in here and one of you, okay? One wrong move and we're going to tie you to the tetherball pole with a jump rope. Don't think we won't. Like that was fifth grade. They're horrifying. Kindergarten, they try it. They try it. They definitely try it. Like, I'll say stuff and they'll look at me and I'll say it again. And then they're like, fine. And they go and do it. Every once in a while, though, I had to count to three. Was not aware how powerful counting to three is in kindergarten. These kids, oh, my God. If they don't listen to me on about the second time, all I have to say is one. And they turn into little, like, veterans. They're literally like, he said one, get back to your seats, move, 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 move. And the whole class is just like scattering to get back to their seats. But there's a couple little kids who still aren't listening. So I have to flick up their lights and they're like, he's flickering the lights to your dress now. Move it, move it, move it. He's going to get you three. 
Do you want your racist taken away? I don't think so. Get back to your desk. Three. They're all there. The magic of counting to three. I will never get over it. I wish counting to three worked in real life. Like this. I'm going to pull this kindergarten stuff out in real life. I'm going to be at the bar and there's going to be some sassy bartender who's just very blatantly ignoring me and not getting my drink. I'm going to look at him from across the bar and say one. Two, you better get the ice in that shaker. Two and a half. Let's move it. Tip deducted. Three. Thank you so much. Like, you, and if y'all think that I'm not going to, guess again. Whoop. Went on a little tangent there. Forgot to announce our winner from last week's Instagram challenge. Congratulations to at stronger underscore Stacy 2.0 stronger underscore Stacy 2.0 congratulations girl I'm going to send you a Mr. D swag pack with a uh, shush fan I'm going to send you a mama needs a minute candle I got that lanyard that I'm going to send you too with those beads on the end of it we're going to do it again if you guys want to win a Mr. D swag pack with all that stuff all you have to do is take a picture of the podcast when you're listening to it, like a little screenshot, post it to your Instagram story and tag me. I'll send you all this stuff. This candle smells good. And the fan, the shush fan works. It's just a fan. It says shush. It's super loud. You clack it. It says shush. They all shush. Trust me. You're going to want one of these. So take a screenshot of the podcast Write something funny, something clever. Oh, by the way, I picked stronger underscore Stacy 2.0 because she, last episode, I talked more about the Phantom Barber and she said, I literally just listened to this podcast and had this happen to me today and took a picture of the cuttings of hair on the ground from her classroom. Hashtag relatable. Hashtag I know. Hashtag I love you, Stacy. So go ahead and do it and you can win too. Hey, that's all I got for you guys today. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm loving doing this. I'm seeing on Instagram that it seems like you're loving listening, I guess. That's fantastic. Take some time for you this week. Teaching is hard. If you are a teacher, literally take an hour a day this week and do something that makes you happy that has absolutely nothing to do with teaching. And if you're not a teacher and you have a teacher in your life, Go ahead and do something nice for them. It is a crazy year. Make it worth them. And if you're not a teacher and you don't have somebody in your life, go ahead and reach out to one of your former teachers and tell them how much they mean to you. Teachers, I love you guys so much. And I'll see you next week. Bye.